have a prophetic word from the Lord to deliver to this church today. If you have your Bibles, I'm going to direct your attention to one verse of Scripture in Joel 2 and 23. Hallelujah. Joel 2.23 Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For He hath given you the former rain moderately. Would you say that word with me? Moderately. And he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. (laughs) I have a very simple prophetic word to preach today. Simply this, the threefold rain of revival. Father, let the living word Preach the written word. Make my tongue the pen of a ready writer. Open our understanding that we might comprehend the scripture. Cause every hindrance to be rebuked, cast out, bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And we ask and expect and believe all of these in the majestic, marvelous, and magnificent name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Can you lift him up one more time with me? You're worthy of it all. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Welcome to all of our guests. We greet and bless you. Welcome to all joining us online. Thank you for tuning in. We are in a shift, not a season. It is permanent, not temporal. God has returned His church into a verb and no longer just a noun. And God has told me to come to this pulpit today with a simple and yet prophetic and profound word from God. God is giving us a threefold reign of revival. He has changed it from the church of Omaha to the church to Omaha. We have seen in the past the former reign moderately. But what God is doing now and will do will be the reign, the former reign, and the latter reign in the first month. But this prophecy that God has given me has some conditions attached to it. It's a conditional prophecy. In Luke, excuse me, Leviticus 26, verses 3 and 4, the Bible says, If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, then I will give you rain in due season, and the land shall yield her increase, and the trees of the field shall yield her fruit. And we know from Galatians 6 and verse 9, we're not to be weary in well-doing, 
For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And so the first conditions of receiving or to receiving the fullness of God's threefold reign of revival are to walk in His statutes. I tried. God would not let me expand on this thought. Maybe there will be a part two. But for now, number one, walk in His statutes. Number two, keep and obey His commandments. Number three, refuse to give up no matter what. But there is one more condition. God knew I would need multiple confirmations because this is not my normal style of notes. This is not my normal style of preaching. And I had a number of confirmations that God continued to say, just do what I said to do. The, the fourth condition is found in Zechariah 10 verse 1. Ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to every one grass in the field. So the fourth condition is this. We have to ask for it. In the time of the latter rain. Now I know that seems redundant. If it's already prophesied, if it's already happening, why do you want me to ask for it? Because God promises revival. But he wants to know who is hungry enough to ask him and labor for it. Just because he's prophesied it, that it would happen, doesn't mean he doesn't want to hear you ask and hunger for it. God is looking for people who are hungry for revival, who are tired of status quo, who desire to go to higher heights and deeper depths. God wants to pour out a threefold reign of revival, but He's wanting to ask TCOO today, who's hungry enough to ask for it? Who desires it enough to pray and fast for it? Who will labor in the harvest fields? Are you ready for God's threefold reign of revival? Will you deny yourself? Take up your cross daily and follow Jesus. I know we laugh every time Pastor Lucas shares a story of witnessing to somebody in Walmart but I would to God every one of us would do it I would to God it wouldn't be funny anymore I would to God it wouldn't just be him I would to God every one of us would have a hunger to say I've got to tell somebody about Jesus so will you operate in your kingdom authority as an ambassador of Jesus, as a royal priest, and as a minister of reconciliation? I know you've asked before, but will you ask again? Because the Bible says to keep asking and keep seeking and keep knocking. Will you commit to being apostolic? If you will, if you'll do these conditions, then get ready. For Isaiah said... 
And in 55, 10 and 11, as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither but water through the earth and maketh it bring forth in bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. You know what that tells me? This is going to be a perpetual harvest. This is going to be a perpetual revival. It's not just a season. It's not just a one-time thing. It's going to be an ongoing thing. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. God has already told us that he's going to do it. Joel prophesied it. Peter preached it. It is happening. But God wants to know who is willing to ask and pray for it. Oh God, I'm hungry for your threefold reign of revival. I desire to experience, oh God, what you want to give. So I pray, let the fruit, your fruit of the Spirit be evident and active in my life. Let, oh God, the gifts of the Spirit be effective and active in my life. Let me hear as you hear. Let me speak as you speak. Let me feel as you feel. Let me see others as you see them. I want your threefold reign of revival more than my next breath I'm willing to pay the price I'm willing to pay the cost I'm willing to do what it takes oh God awaken prodigals and bring them home send angels to those who are seeking you and visions to me that I might go to them with the everlasting gospel oh God as you did through your prophets let none of my words fall to the ground as you did through your apostles. Lord, I thank you that you've given me the key to Omaha Metro that what I open shall not be shut and what I close shall not be opened. I thank you that the strong man has been defeated and destroyed by the anointing of God and has to relinquish every soul to the kingdom of God. I am built upon the sure and solid foundation of the apostles and prophets. You being the chief cornerstone. You are the rock upon which your church is built. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. And I reach in today metaphorically and prayerfully into those gates and pull out people spotted by sin. Garments spotted by sin hating the sin, but reaching for them in Jesus' name. I am filled with the fullness of God. Therefore, greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. I prophesy in the Holy Ghost right now. Pastor Danny, I believe you're watching. Amen. Sister Rebecca, I believe you're watching. God spoke to me this morning early. Norfolk and Madison County, Wayne and Wayne County. God's putting the key to those places in your hand right now. Amen. 
Elder Kennedy, I've already prayed over you and spoke it for Blair, but I decree it over Washington County. I decree it over Omaha, Douglas County, Cass County, Sarpy County, Saunders County, and the three counties in Iowa that make up the Omaha Metro. I prophesy the key of David in our hands in Jesus' name. I prophesy the blood and the name of Jesus over the saints of God who are the ambassadors and the royal priests and your ministers of reconciliation. Last night I was here studying for a little bit and I was praying with my prayer partners Keith and Connor and all of a sudden the Holy Ghost moved in and God spoke to me these words. Thus says the Lord, you shall not fail. You shall not falter. You are anointed and have my authority. That is the threefold reign of revival. And Lord, like Elijah... I've prayed these things and I now ask you to manifest yourself. Release your threefold reign of revival and let laborers reap the abundant harvest that you have prophesied. Tim and Vonda, what happened in your home a few weeks ago is just the beginning. Manuel, what's happening in Jennifer in your home is just the beginning. What's happening, Lucas, with those people at Walmart is just the beginning. It's a threefold reign of revival. So I wonder today, who's hungry enough to ask God for it? For your home, for your community, for your school, for your coworkers. Who's hungry enough to ask for it? Who's hungry enough to leave and go labor in the harvest field? If you notice when you walk through the front doors, on your left as you're coming in, it says connect with God, serve others. Or excuse me, grow in faith. Connect with God, grow in faith. And as you notice as you leave on your left, serve others, lead by example. Yes, we minister to one another here. Thank God for that. Thank God for every prophetic word, deliverance, healing, infilling, all of that. Thank God for it. But when we leave, church doesn't end. It's not a noun. It's a verb. We are the church. And we take Jesus to our communities. Are you hungry enough to ask for it? How bad do you want it? This is what the Lord tells me. The prophet said, at this time tomorrow, barley's going to be sold for a certain amount and wheat's going to be sold. They'd been in a famine. Syria had surrounded them. Four lepers outside the city gate. Said, you know what? If we stay here, we die. If we go in the city, we're going to die of famine and hunger. We go to the enemy camp. They're going to kill us anyway. We might as well do something. And four lepers hungry enough for something to shift got up 
and started walking. I don't know how God amplified their footsteps. I don't know if he sent legions of angels to march with them. But what the Syrians heard whenever they were marching, they thought it was massive amounts of armies coming against them as those men walked. And when they got to that camp, it was empty and the prophetic word was fulfilled. But watch this. There was a Lord who was leaning on the, on the uh, uh, shoulders of the king who was, had his ear and he doubted it. And the prophet said, you'll see it, but you won't taste of it. I don't want any of you to be like that Lord who sees it but doesn't experience it. So I ask one more time, who's hungry enough to ask and seek and knock and labor? Thank you. 
Bible says when Zion travails, she'll bring forth birth. Come on. That's what's happening here today. Come on, there's some travailing going on. There's a burden being birthed within us. Oh, God. There's children being burdened with a burden. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. It's only 1220. If you got to leave, I love you. I understand. I don't hold anything against you. But God's birthing some burden in children right now. God's birthing some burden right now in some people. I believe some of you online are getting a special burden. Come on. I want you to see in your apartment complex, in your neighborhood, your, your job, your school. I want you to see God doing miracles and signs and wonders. They follow believers. They confirm His Word. Oh God. Oh God. I want this threefold reign of revival. I will do what it takes. I'll walk in Your statutes. I'll keep and obey Your commandments. God, I'll do it all. 
I'll ask for it, God. I'll pray for it. I'll believe for it in Jesus' name. Over the almost past 12 years, this June, I've, it'll be 12 years that I've been here. There's been somebody baptized on every day of the week. Praise God for that. But God gave me a vision, dream, you might call it. A few years ago, I saw a line standing out this door all the way through the lobby, all the way through the admin wing down by the bathrooms. I don't know if that's 40, 50 people. I didn't count it. I just saw this long line of people waiting to get baptized. I want to see it again, but not just in a vision. I want to see it in reality. We've seen 15 get the Holy Ghost on a single Sunday. Praise God for that. I want to see 15 get the Holy Ghost on a Monday in your homes. Hallelujah. I believe part of this shift is God saying, I'm not just going to do it here. Thank God for a building to come to. Thank God for Sundays and Wednesdays, Wednesdays to come to. Thank God for special revivals. But God is saying, I'm going to do it there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've asked for it, which indicates you're willing to pay for it. Now will you labor for it? When you go to the gas station, when you go to the grocery store, when you, when you go to the job or school, will, will you labor for it? Will you ask God for an opportunity to plant a seed? Because that's where it's going to come. One plants, one waters. God gives the increase. Nine Bible studies. Nine people have been taught a Bible study this year. Praise God. We set a goal of 50. I'd love to see us blow that goal out of the water. I'd love to see us hit 50 by the end of February. Come on, I believe we can do it. Come on. It's going to happen through your hands, through your feet. Listen, God's not sending Paul back from the dead to come and give us revival. God's not bringing the first century church back to have a prayer meeting that shakes the house where everybody speaks in tongues like Acts 4 tells us about. God's saying, you're my end time church. You're my latter day saints. You're the people I want to pour out my spirit through. You're the hands I want to use, the mouth I want to speak through, the feet I want to walk and share it. And I'm willing to do it. And I believe you are as well. Feel to pray boldness because here's the thing. Some of us, I realize Lucas has that very energetic, effervescent type of personality. I get that. I understand. I know some are more introverted. Like I understand that. But 
Guess what? This is for all. Called, C-A-L-L-E-D. The, the all is kind of superimposed because all of us are called. So here's what I want to pray right now. Lord, you said in my study last night that we will not falter or fail, that we are anointed with your authority. So now I pray that you would give us the courage to take the step of faith. You told us not to think of what we would say in that day, which doesn't mean to not study or pray, but God, it, it just means to trust that you're going to speak through us. Give us the boldness to obey your voice and speak, no, regardless of our personality type. Give us the courage to answer the call. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Here's what I know. If you'll do what the Word says, you'll get what the Word promises. <laughs> That's a burden being birthed in a young heart that says, I want God. Jackie, you could probably hear it back there, Jackie Ferris. It's, it's a child. It's a child, Jackie. A child shall lead them. Come on. I wonder all across this room, could we stand to our feet? Could we receive the strength and the courage of the Lord? God, restore us to a childlike faith that believes you can just do the impossible. Restore us to a childlike faith that just absolutely believes if you said it in your word, you can do it. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, God's moving right now. God's moving right now. Hallelujah. But Tim, Brother West, can you come here? Shannon, can you come here real quick? Hallelujah. Let's just keep praying. Come on. God's doing something right now. Come here. Hallelujah. Sister Vonda, would you come with your husband too, please? Amen. We're getting ready to launch a couple things in faith, some, some recovery ministries to try to reach people, obviously to help them recover from trauma, from, from drugs, addiction, and so forth. But we're going to reach them with the gospel too. We're not just going to vaguely tell them there's a higher power. We're going to say, Jesus is the higher power. I want you to pray right now for these that are going to help us. I know Brooklyn Spurgeon is a part of it. She was here but had to leave. We're going to pray right now. Amen. Kara, Kara's going to help. Kara, come on. Amen. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I want some people with some bold faith. Amen. I want some people that believe God can do anything together around these. Amen. For recovery ministry. For some outreach. For trauma recovery ministry. Come on. In Jesus' name. 
Give us the wisdom. Give us the proper resources. And use us, God, as we reach people for the kingdom of God. We want to see them delivered from drug addictions. But we want to see them saved, God. Come on, pray in faith, pray in boldness, pray in authority. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Brother Mac. Can you get Brother Kennedy? Sister Laurel, come here. We're going to pray for Blair right now. Uh, Jerusha, where's Sister Kim right here? We're going to pray for Blair, Rivers of Life Apostolic Church. We've had as many as 12 at one time, little as four or five, but God's opening some doors, touching some people. Amen. I want us to pray for Blair right now, that God would do a work there. I felt to tell Elder Kennedy and Sister Laurel that the key is in their hands. She's opened her home, house to house, the Bible says. Come on, let's pray in faith right now. Terry, we're praying right now. In the name of Jesus, uh, doors are opening. Uh, healing is touching your body right now. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Brother Donnie, how many of those Beyond Belief Bible studies we got back there? A bunch? That's a bunch. That's a good one. <laughs> Brother Donnie, his wife, Sister Kara, kind of head up our, uh, kind of, they head up our discipleship, home Bible study kind of ministry. We've got a Bible study called Beyond Belief. It, it, it's one of my favorite to introduce people to what the gospel is and, and show them a progressive uh, a view of the gospels and into the book of Acts of salvation. Amen. I wonder how many people would go on your way out today and ask Brother Donnie to grab one of those. You can just set them out there, Brother Donnie, on the, on the, uh, by the offering plates there. And grab one or two. You've got a loved one. You've got a friend that you can go share it with. If you give it to them and then you follow up and study with them after or if you just go through it with them together, either way. I wonder how many people would do that. How many people would do that and by next Sunday we could have a count and say, 
X amount of people have been shared this Bible say. How many? Would you lift your hand? I, I want you to look around this room right now. Now, if, if you've got two or three friends, he said we got a bunch. I don't know how many that is. And if we need more, I've got them on PDF. I can send it to you. All right? Get those hands back up. We're going to pray right now. Jesus, every lifted hand with this Beyond Belief Bible study. We're not just going to pray. We're not just going to leave and go to lunch. But we're going to commit to being laborers in the harvest. We're not praying for a harvest. It's already big enough, large enough. And Omaha is the seventh fastest growing city in the U.S. But God, we're going to pray that laborers rise up. And every hand and every Bible study represented by those lifted hands. I pray for open doors. I pray for open minds and open hearts. And for people at their kitchen table to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives utterance in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's taking this and activating it in our lives. I've used this analogy before. If you got your dream vehicle, okay, and you had access to it, and you had the key, whether it's the push button with the little fob or key in ignition, either way, and, and you had access to it. I just, I got a key to my dream vehicle, but you never put it in. Room. and you never use it what good is it we've got the key we've got the prophetic spoken word over us listen I love what I read in the Bible about the first century church I love what I read in history about all the great men and women of God who throughout the ages and centuries and continents have loved this message and preached it but not a one of them are coming back from the dead in our day. And the last time I checked, Sister Kara, God doesn't make mistakes. If He would have wanted you and me to be born in the 1800s, we'd have been born then and used then. But God said, no, I want you here now for this purpose. Watch this. Hear me, somebody. I want you here now with your mistakes, with your inconsistencies, with your past that's under my blood, I want you here with your questions. I want you here with your concerns. I want you here with your little bit of, oh no, feels good when the anointing's here, but what am I going to do tomorrow when there's no other, there's no organ and there's no preacher yelling? He wants you because if you'll step out in faith, mm, he'll be there. Watch this. And I'm, I'm closing with this in the Holy Ghost. And we're going to go in Jesus' name. This is where it comes in right here. I didn't know until now. In John chapter 6, there's a miracle I've never seen in the Bible until about a week ago. We were in Blair at Rivers of Life Apostolic Church. Wow. And Elder Kennedy was teaching on John. And as he's teaching, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, man, the Holy Ghost began to get his holy highlighter and just holy, holy highlight some stuff. And I'm like, wow, I've never seen that before. Watch this. They get into a ship to go to the other side. 
King James says they go about 25, 30 furlongs, which is five miles. The Sea of Galilee is 13 miles one way, seven miles the other way. And the way they were going was the 13-mile way. They were in the dead center middle of the Sea of Galilee. They've struggled, they've rowed, and now they're in a storm. And all of a sudden, on the storm, on the thing that's plaguing, troubling them, and I'm going to use that as your concerns, your fears, your what-ifs, all of that. Ooh, I'm going to grab a Bible say, but what if they say no? What if? On the storm, Jesus comes walking. And he says, Brother Jeff, he says, It is I. Be not afraid. Which Elder Kennedy pointed out to us is in the Greek. Literally, he said, I am. The very next verse says, Then they willingly received him into the ship and immediately it was where they were going. They're about five or six miles from the shore. But the minute Jesus gets in the ship, boom, they're there. I never heard that miracle preached. I've heard the wind ceasing, peace be still, but this is a different one. Wow. So here's what the Lord wants you to hear. If you'll willingly receive Him, you'll be where you need to go. All right. So, He's got the Bible study sitting back there. If we run out, I've got them on PDF. Let's take this and experience it. God bless you in Jesus' name. Pray as long as you want. I love you.